Welcome to The Time Is Now. I am your host, Michael Stafford. It is Tuesday, January the 25th. All right, this week, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Russ is playing more like the old Russ, and the Lakers are still trash. Basura. Are the Suns being overlooked? But first, by far the best NFL playoff weekend ever. We're going to have a lot of fun this week. I got somebody with me from my Twitter space, Twitter sphere. Mike from the OC is coming here to help us all figure that out. So sit back, relax, and I'll see you on the other side. but uh, we're right back in it. Uh, Mike, you were talking about um, what your Rams did. You said you and your son were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I don't know where I don't know where I left off, but, you know. Just, just start after, over from the beginning. Just start oh from the beginning. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> you, you were feeling it, too. And I was like, oh, oh now it's like, I tell you, I, I'll tell you one thing. I'm still trying to come down after that game. I mean, this, it was yeah. just a stunner. But, I mean, like, you know, like I was saying, the first half, it's all going well. We look like the better team. Matthew's playing great. OBJ's catching nice balls. Cooper's doing his thing. Von Miller, Aaron Donald's. I mean, it looked great. And then the end of the first half, Michael, that fumble. I thought, oh, man, are we going to leave points again off the board? Right. You know, we could have really, we would have went up 27-3. And then what happened? They came back. Tom started to feel a little bit. And the turnovers. I just was stunned, you know. Yeah. Another fumble, you know, by Cam. And then the Cooper fumble. And then the... The most stunning one was after Von Miller strip sack right Brady, and we get the ball the next very next play. The ball's hiked over Matthew Stafford's head. Yes. <laughs> I was, I was like, you can't, you can't make this up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I said, we're looking at each other. What is going on? I started thinking, we're not going to do what the Falcons did, are we, to Brady? And what happens? And then you got, I can't remember the sequence, Jose. And then you're... You know, Jalen got beat, you know, by uh and don't forget the, Evans. Uh, the penalty by Weddle. Oh, Weddle. Oh, thanks for bringing oh, that luckily, up. Luckily, we got... luckily, it was a dead ball. I was stunned. I thought, we are screwed because it was a dead ball. The ball hit the ground. You don't see that a lot, right? The ball hit the ground. No, then he got hit. Like, Weddle, what do you... And he's, he was great today, but terrible play. And then Evans and, you know, Jalen Ramsey doesn't get burned a lot, right? And, he, and they he, just switched. He just switched. Exactly. <laughs> He wanted to go to him, and oh Jalen got God. burned. What are you going to do? Evan's a great receiver. I'm just surprised yeah. that guy's not even, you know, more talked about sometimes. He got the height. He looks like a poop player, doesn't he? The way he can yep. get up there. Yep. And I thought, you know, I was sitting there stunned because it's then it's tied when then, you know, they went fourth and one. And was that Leonard that went in the end zone? I think it was Fournette. I think it was Fournette, right? It was Fournette. Yeah, Fournette. Oh, and, and that guy's six, a beast. Six, six or seven straight game touchdown oh, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I think he tied a record. And then yeah. he goes in. I'm sitting there pretty much stunned. You know, Tied for a second. Tied for a second. I think uh, yeah. someone has a record. Yeah. Maybe it's Emmett incredible. or someone. I can't remember. He's a great back. Him and Hell, yep. she's so good. Mm-hmm. And then I told myself, listen, we got 45 seconds. I go, 
we got to win it now because we can't let this go to overtime because if Brady gets the ball, you know, he's going to win. He just felt it, right? Like, they're going to score mm-hmm. a touchdown. And sure enough, one play there, and then the next play to the great Cooper Cup. What a season he's had. Just an incredible. Yeah, he's already a Rams legend. Two back-to-back. Two back-to-back plays for Cup. Down, Amazing. Down late. Amazing. Oh and then I thought, Matthew Gay, who used, to, who used to kick for the Packers. The Rams got yeah. him. I mean, for the, for the Bucks, yeah. The Rams got him because yeah. the Bucks cut him. Yep. And he, he like, kicked, he, I think, in that game last year. All the motivation yeah. he needed. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he came up short in that one field goal, which is weird, because he's been great this year. And I said, man, just make this field goal. <laughs> and we're jumping up. It was a stunner. It was a stunner. I mean, it's, and I've been following the Rams forever. I mean, that was one of the most craziest, exciting games, you know, in their history, no doubt. What a win. I felt great for Matthew Stafford, though, because, you know, Michael, he's been, you know, it's always like, you know, what can he do in the playoffs? He's always... He's never right. won. Well, he's on the Lions, for goodness sakes. They've been that you. great. You Thank know, you. I mean, can we be realistic here? They this is why they traded for him. This is why they traded for him. Can golf make those plays down late to cup? No, he can't make those plays. He couldn't yeah. make those plays. So this is why they brought him here. Big you time. know, and, and we talked about turnover. The, the, the one issue, if, if you think about the season, yeah. when the when Matthew Stafford, not when the Rams, but when Matthew Stafford does not throw an INT, they were set INT, they were seven mm-hmm. and up. Mm-hmm. He, they were seven zero when he did not throw an INT. So this Look baby threw what zero INTs. They turned the ball over, but it wasn't not on Matthew fault. Stafford. That the key figure was INT. Uh, yeah. I think you had uh, fumbles lost by I think two by Acres, two by Acres, one by two Cooper, two by Acres, <laughs> one by Cooper, which was a crazy one. I thought that was the game, and it was another one by someone else. Well, got well, it was the center that did we talk about that hiked it over Matthew. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was I never out. seen yeah. that before in a big playoff yeah. game. So I, I just, it's, it's crazy, crazy. but. Matthew Stafford did his thing. He got two Happy touchdowns, no INTs, almost 400 yards of passing. He deserves it. I mean, Brady did his thing as well, but he, Brady did Brady, but it just was not enough. It was really about the defense. The story, even though the score is 30-27, mm-hmm. oh. my, my father and I were online. The Rams were his team, and they were blowing him out. But yep. then my dad, he can't stand McVay. to see, they, they get up. That's <laughs> what the Rams do. They get up, and then they allow you to get back in it. They don't play to win. They play not to lose. Yep, and that's exactly yep. what happened. And Brady he scores did. all those runs; they, they get all those touchdowns late in the game. Uh, what would they do? I think it was in the fourth quarter, the second half, twenty-four to ten. You know, in the yep. second half, the, well, the, the turnovers killed the Rams. I mean, because yep. you get Brady great field position, and yep. you can't do. It. We didn't turn the ball over; it wouldn't have been as close. I mean, but you know, right. if, what, whatever. We just kind of and can't. I don't. What's going? Can't. And I love Cam Akers. He's a hell. I mean, it's great. He's back this year. You know, he's been fantastic. And I was wondering, like, where Sony Michelle was today. Because they didn't. Yeah, he was not. He was touched no, it. He, he touched it. He, he he was a negative four yards or something. Oh like yeah, he's like, was he even in there? Because he's been he's been yeah. really good for the Rams this year. He was yeah, pulling yeah. down the fort when you know Akers was out. But you talking about the defense? He does a lot defense. of things. He, he creates like a fifth option where you, you can just do a um, yeah. you know, you can throw the ball to him on the on the flat and he can just get the ball for you to get at least three four yards. But he was unable to do anything. Well, it's like being a run play, and with the Bucks, yep. you can't do a lot of run plays. You can't really run against the Bucks. And they got. I know you're happy team. about your team. Yeah. I know you have about your team going to the NFC Championship, which I called it. My, this is what I said all right. well, all playoffs for the last half of the season. Yeah. I said the Rams are going to do once they got Odell, and then they got Von, they got Von Miller, then they got Odell. Yeah. When they did, oh, and, and Von Miller with a sack. I mean, incredible. I'm you, He's been got great. Aaron Donald up front. Von Miller hey, got Rams. We got Burton, Former got Super Bowl MVP, right? I mean, he, the dude knows That's championship ball. He's my excited to be here, Von like Odell. Miller coming to the team. I say yes. He's not who he used to be. But think of it like this. 
Right. Von Miller was so great. He, he's a defensive player who won Super Bowl MVP. Look, yep. Think about that. With on a team with with uh with uh um, Peyton Manning on it, right? He's Incredible. a Super Bowl MVP. I said mm-hmm. someone that that great, when they drop off, they're still better than a lot of other players because they were so great, like LeBron. LeBron <laughs> is not in his prime anymore, but he's still dunking over people and blocking shots. That's because before he's have his chin or his chest at the rim. So <laughs> So now he, now he just gets his elbow. Oh, well, you know, a lot of players still can't do that. So right. I said, adding Von Miller, it's all he's watched. I said, no, he was on a bad team. It wasn't going anywhere. And he, he was injured, too. To be. Yeah, and he, he was, was injured. Yep. So now he doesn't have to do so much on this team. I said, now you have all these guys. Aaron Donald's probably the best defensive player of all times, but he's easily the best defensive player today. It's like wow. him and LT. Which one do you choose? It's like him, LT, and and not is it a, in the uh, Deacon of Sacks or whatever. Yeah, Reggie, Reggie White. I think it's those Reggie three. Reggie White. Aaron's incredible. Yeah, you talked it's about it. It's those three. The dude gets double team, triple team, and like all said, he's the best player in the <laughs> league. And I think it's hard to argue against yeah. that. He's that yeah, good. Yeah, he won't get he, he wanted to get defensive player in the league because of uh, TJ Watt's numbers. Yeah, but whatever. you gotta look at the impact on the game. You can't people gotta stop looking at fantasy stats. Right. Watch the games. Aaron Downs should get every year, like of Michael Jordan should get every year, like LeBron should <laughs> virtually get almost every year. These guys are the most on the team. I want to move past this yeah. game. I know you're happy about the Rams. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I feel like this game, the Rams versus Buccaneers, was the right. Super Bowl because they had all the intangibles. They had all the best. They had all the right mm-hmm. pieces mm-hmm. To, to win a championship. So I feel like it's going to be the same thing this year. Let's go to the nightcap. Probably the best oh. game of the season, easily. Instant classic, Bills versus Chiefs. We <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I won't. I won't let you just go. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, release I don't the know house. what to say. I gotta tell you, for the first, because I was so still. That that Ram game kind of shook me. You know, you when you're a fan, you kind of like after game, you're so keyed up and everything. So I'm like, yes. all right, Bills, Chiefs, I'll check it. I'm not gonna sit there and just go. You know, the Ram watching every single games too. During the Lakers game, even yeah, the Miami, Miami. We're like, which do I watch? But then I we'll know about that so later. Much that's on in the second today. segment. <laughs> we'll talk well, about that's like last night. You had. Yeah, like, like, like you had the Packers on last night, and I'm watching UCLA basketball. I love UCLA. I'm watching the UCLA right. bus game. I'm switching around. And, <laughs> ah, it's too much. But this game, all you needed to see, I mean, what can you say? Okay, how many points were scored in the last two minutes? 24 or something? Cra- I, I think mean, it was like 24, yeah. It was 24, because, right? Because you count the overtime. Yeah, Unbelievable. Because, because the Kansas City scored 19 points, and that was all really late. That was fourth quarter and overtime. They scored 19. And the yeah. Buffalo Bills scored 15 in the fourth quarter. And and um, two of those touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those 15 points Nuts. actually came within two minutes. Like, within two minutes, just those 15 How? they had in the fourth quarter. So, if you count all that, you got 15, 28, tw- 24. You're right. Uh, it was 24, 15, I believe. No, no, 34, 34, is, 34, 34. Yeah. 34 points scored in like five or six minutes. Incredible. Of, of now, is a great offense or just where is the defense, though? I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> Once the Bills went up, right? And then the Chiefs got the ball 13 seconds. Was it 13 seconds when they got the ball? The 13 think, seconds. How the hell do you allow Mahomes? And he's a great player. Don't, don't get me wrong. 13 seconds to get in the field. You can't. It's they were it rushing shocking. Floor, Mike. They're rushing four. Why? Just Terrible. Back. Terrible. Both defenses were horrendous there at the end. We got to admit. Now, late, you can say late, great quarterback play, but there was nobody near these guys. It was both. <laughs> it was both. I'm trying to figure out. It's a great offense. Because they were Terrible both defense. scrambling to get themselves over, giving the, uh, their their offensive guys time to get Yeah. Them. And that's what it was. You got, that's the difference of having quarterbacks who can actually move in the pocket. That's, there, there you go. 
who have listen, an arm, the, who have these two are great. Josh is going to yep. be a great one. I feel really listen. I know some I of the Bills fans. Them. I feel bad for them because it's been such a long time for them. They love their team. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a crusher. You had you were there. You were there to win. You know, a couple times you went up the touchdown. Mahomes came back, and then just 13 seconds away, you couldn't even. I it was just awful. And then in overtime, forget it. Overtime, Mahomes got the ball. It's like Brady. They won probably. Forget it. Yeah, yeah, crushing loss for the Bills in a way. Once once they got the coin flip, I knew it was over because the last time they were in overtime, he never got the ball. Um, it was against Brady, the uh, Patriots. Yeah. Never gets a chance. So the the coin flip because I'm not gonna take it to touchdown break. Uh, Mahomes never gets it. So that 0 and one record really didn't. It, it wasn't. It didn't hold water. Mahomes never got a chance to get the ball. You know. So that's one of the things people say they need to change the rule. I don't think. I think I the change they've already made was good. Saying that if you don't get a touchdown, then it goes to the other team and get a chance. You know. I, I actually like that because it gives you a chance. But it's like was, if you get the touchdown, it is yeah. what it is. You should be able to stop a guy. You know what? If you're good. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing. If you can't stop him in that first drive, then whatever. And I, I agree. So be like, I don't like the rule, but that's the rule. But if you can't stop a guy from a TD from a in TD. the first drive. Yeah. Because yeah. Mike, yeah, you're was... old enough to remember when it was a field goal. We're like, come on, that's not fair. Yep. All I got to do is get down a, a exactly. 40 yards and you're there. So. That's not I don't really know cool, about these. I feel like, like the college rule almost. I like the 25-yard line but back it takes too long if you go. How about if you do time. the 25? How about if you do that, but you always have to go for like a two or something? You know what I'm saying? So let's say you yeah. got to go for – because that, that it wouldn't go on as long. And I know in college, I think after two, you had to go for two because, yeah, the field – it's too much of the extra point. But make you go for two maybe if yeah. you score. But I kind of like that one, but these overtimes are tough. It's hard to figure out. Now, we remember back when there was an overtime. <laughs> no, no, no! It was, you remember when? It was <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't. I'm almost there with you. I am I'm almost there. Oh, yeah, man, I'm, so you, I'm man. looking at this game. When you look at this, this is a record-breaking game for um, what was it, Gabriel uh, Davis, the receiver? Yeah, Ten crazy. targets, eight receptions, 201 yards, four <sighs> touchdowns, broken a record. Not even Jerry Rice has done it. That's you incredible. You can't get the win. And when they marched down the field with a minute and a three left, and, and they got that touchdown, I said, Incredible. over. I, the, the last two touchdowns by Gabriel, he was wide open. I could not believe it. And then their defense should be ashamed, honestly. I mean, they, have to be. Be, they might. I know who their coordinator is. He could be out because that is rough. I mean, Man, you got to win that Allen. game. Huh? Josh Allen. Josh Allen, four touchdowns. No oh, Come on. That's a perfect game. They scored he was fantastic. I feel bad. He was fantastic. And, uh, and we all know if he got the ball back, he would have scored and won. Mm-hmm. But if he if they had the coin flip, if it was on the if, based on a coin flip, chose the game because he would have won. They wouldn't. They weren't. They weren't stopping him. They weren't stopping Josh. All Josh. four I games just, won with no time. Right. All four games. Right. The three yeah, field, all goals, the field goals. Humble, three three field, field goals, goals and a walk off TD. That's incredible. Walk off. How yeah, do you explain which, that? This is one of the greatest weekends in football. The the, the biggest the biggest to best be upset was round the Niners ever. Packers, where, where where Aaron Rodgers has never beaten the 49ers in the postseason. He's 0 4 now, the worst record between any team in the playoff since 1950. You know what? <laughs> and he's a great player. Don't get and he's wrong. from that area. That's he's from the Bay Area. From, but to yeah. lose three in a row now. In a row Four. where they lost, you oh, know, in a row. Yeah. they lost, yeah. you know, the championship game, the two years in a row, then they lost this one. That is a, that hurts for him. I mean, that, you know, all the great players are judged by their titles. Let's face it. They're just yeah. judged by titles after a while. If he goes down with one, it'll be like, he's great. Yeah. One title, but this had to be maybe his most painful loss. I mean, you're at home, you got the Niners, they're banged up, snowing, whatever. 
just couldn't get it done. And they scored on the first drive, but that was it. And he just didn't play that well down the stretch. You know, they couldn't do anything, but give the Niners credit. They're just, the Niners are a tough team to put down as the Rams know. <laughs> Six in a row they've lost. <laughs> you know? The Niners, the Niners oh. are a tough out. When I said last week's uh. show, I said the Packers are going to win because the Niners, they just don't have enough offensive power to withstand the Packers. I don't care how cold it was. Right. I felt like the Rams, the Packers have someone at every level that can, can beat them. And I was right. Niners only put up 13. Who would have thought the Packers and Aaron Rodgers only put up 10? Who would have thunk that? So Amazing. That's, and they scored that's their the first part. drive, I believe. Yeah, they couldn't score yes, the rest of the was, game. Yes, they scored it. They scored, I said, oh, this is going to be over early. They scored seven, and that was it. Scored another field goal late. I'm like, that's all we got from you guys? You know, so I, I can't believe it. I Stunning. mean, Debo Samuels oh, running. Debo. Kick return. Running out of backfield, screens, passes downfield. Like, what can he not do? He did everything, and they just barely walked off. And which is, I'm still going to say it again. They're not going to beat the Rams like that. And this is a funny thing. Let's go back to that really quick. Yeah. The um, the Rams have not beaten the Niners all year. Six in a row. Yeah, I know. Oh, six three wow. years. It's been six. We have beaten them in three years. This they have beaten them in was, three. Um, it's amazing. It's really it's amazing. They that... got blown out by them. Uh, 31. And Odell was on. I was thinking it was Odell's first week. Yep. If I remember that correctly. Yep. That was a miss of a terrible, you know, terrible uh, run for us. And, you know, the last game, just a few weeks ago, 17 yeah. nothing at halftime. Yeah, but it, it came back 24 27. Yeah, that was it. You know what? We it. had the lead late and then we could not yep. hold them. And then Garoppolo and 88 yards in like four plays. It was uh, just yep. awful. It was a sick feeling. Yeah, it still feel like the Rams are going to win. <laughs> I hope so. I, I don't know, Michael. This year's a it's, weird it's familiarity. Year. This it's is a different. weird this year is different. this year. Yeah. I think it's different because the Rams have pro bowlers. They have too many defensive weapons. It's the defense. You got a defense this elite. I mean, I know they play twice this year and they yep. got beat, but then, you know, you got Von Miller now. You got o- Odell. And I said Odell. It's going to be hard to guard. Odell. Odell's in the fold now. He's, he's acclimated, fully acclimated. Yep. Yep. Um, Akers is in, if Akers doesn't fumble the ball, because oh, as long as Matt Stafford doesn't throw interceptions, as we know, because he threw two interceptions and week 10 loss. Yep. Um, if he doesn't throw the ball away, which I don't think he will, I think they're finally clicking. I, I think they'll win. I think they'll win convincingly because it's two great defenses. I think the Rams defense is just that much better. The only thing is, it's time of possession. Is the the, the, the the Niners control time of possession by all the run plays they do, and that is what hurts all the teams. So if the Rams can control time of possession, I think the Rams should throw less. Even though they have those weapons, throw less, wear down that Niners defense yep. early, and then I think they can do some things. But don't don't throw, don't go into a throwing match with them, because uh, then you're gonna, you know, if you don't score a touchdown, yeah, keep giving them the ball back soon and letting them wear your defense down. Well, they could. The you know, it's funny because they tried to run it the last time they met. They couldn't run the ball though, so they had to throw That's it. That's the thing. That's a yeah. problem. You can't run it. You gotta throw it. And today was kind of weird because they went like first every time they got the ball first down, they ran it. It was awful, like right into the line, two yard loss. We couldn't run it for a while there, so. That was like a waste of play a lot, you know, in the second half there. So uh, the, Niners you see? Just, the Niners are physical. They're tough. They're a tough-minded group. Right when you think they're down, yeah, they never give up, man. They're just they're just beast out there. And they've beaten the Rams like that, just being more physical, really. But don't the Bucks have a better run defense, or they're pretty comfortable as well? They ran it well against the Bucks today, or yesterday, whatever. Yeah. I think it's probably comparable, I'm thinking, you know, because the Bucks had everybody back today, but they couldn't, they couldn't you know. Akers got a few yards here and there. I don't know the final stats, but they didn't run incredibly well. And if they could run it somehow against San Francisco and open it up, 
we'll have to see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, but I'm telling you, it'll be wild next week. It's they met once, Michael, back in '90 in an NFC title game. No, you're too. Yeah, they met in. No, I remember the Jim Everett. Bad, yeah. It was it was yeah. pretty much the end of Jim Everett. That's when he had. Yes. The, he went down. He didn't get tackled, and that was <laughs> and it, that was it for Jim. And uh, Jim's a good. I mean, he had some good years of the Rams. He still lives out in Orange County. Actually, he does quarterback camps or something. But uh, so they have met before in the. But it's such a nasty rivalry. These two, the fan base. It's never. I mean, it's like Dodgers Giants. I mean, they just hate each other. <laughs> they're just not big. They're just not. I don't know if it's that bad. Years. Dodgers Giants is pretty. Yeah, bad, it's you know. pretty. It's not, not as crazy as that. But it's anything. Yeah. Anytime it's San Francisco, L.A. Right. It's yeah. always going to be a little nutty. So it'll be fun next week. I'll see if my heart can take it. I could barely, I don't know. I need a week to recover after the day. I'm I'm glad I'm a Raiders fan because now it's just entertaining. You know, my team's almost never in it since the 80s or early 2000s last time we were relevant. Yeah. So uh, I just watched the games for fun and, you know, and and they uh, they have not let me down. I think the only game I really didn't really care for, well, the Niners Packers game because the scoring wasn't great. But see the Titans Bengals and the Titans just let it get like eight sacks on Joe Burrow, but it didn't matter. Like, How we, the hell does that happen? Doing? And you and still you lose because their King quarterback Henry play wasn't back. good. King Harry comes back and, and doesn't. I, I was like, wow, that I, was a shocker. I'm happy got, for the Bengals, man. It's been a long time for that franchise. I'm you know, my picks are all wrong. I got I only got one pick right this weekend. The only pick I got right was the Rams. Everything else was wrong. I said the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs. They should have. I said I said the Packers would beat the Niners. Look at the right. score. They should have. Right. You know, and I said the Titans beat the Bengals. They should have. <laughs> but it didn't oh, man. Things. The Bengals <laughs> have never done this before, to win on the road this late. And, and, and then the team to get give up eight sacks and win. It hasn't happened. You know, so they had the just, worst record two years ago, I believe, in the league. That's pretty incredible yeah, turnaround. Yeah, it was a couple of years. And of course, ago, their yeah. coach used to coach for the Rams. He was like their QB coach, Zach Taylor. Yeah. So there's a the McVay coaching tree, as they say, already. Hey, McVay's a better coaching help. tree than uh, Belichick. So far, not too bad for these guys. You got him, you got LaFleur over at Green Bay, but it, it's wild. You know, that's sports, Mike. You just never know, man. You can predict all you want. And it could go the other way. That's what. That's why we love yeah. the games. Sometimes you just, you just never know, man. That's why I never predict a lot. I just sit back and watch. I'll say if we do I, this, I do it for the pod, man. Oh yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it for the pod, man. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it works, you know. But man, it is. Uh, next week will be. I think next week will be a tough, tough battle again because the Niners. Listen, they beat the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Packers in a row. That's pretty damn impressive. Yep. That's, yep. you know, arguably so the three best teams. Definitely battle tested. They're battle tested. They're going to give them a battle. So that'll be fun. And it's, not much, and it's not much of a roll because you're going right down the freeway, going down the five to go pay the rounds. Yep. You know, Thanks. So, and they, seven and hours driving there. You just beat them there a few weeks ago. <laughs> so. Six in a row. They got to feel good, right? You got to feel good. The Rams have something to prove. I don't care momentum. if one of other six, let us win. Take yeah, this one. Forget about the other six. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners go to the Super Bowl and, um, but who knows? Uh, who knows? But you can see Niners the Bengals. They met in the Super Bowl once back in the Montana era. I think it was '82 game. Yeah, that, that was a Boomer Esiason. Yep, that was Mon- that was our first one. Yeah. So I hope not. I rather, boy, really, you know, the Chiefs, Rams Chiefs would be fantastic. That'd be, be exciting. Great. That'd be the that'd magic. Be really great to have Joe Burrow in there. This is the thing. Joe, the first one, that'd be cool. But Garoppolo. Come on, man. <laughs> I used to be a fan of Garoppolo's. Now I'm like, oh, you're exposed. I see it. And you're going to hear Stephen A. Porn star Jimmy. Like, oh, I don't want to 
want to hear that. I hate that nickname. It's just, <laughs> he says that he's funny at times. He, he's like a 50-50. Yeah. Right. He's an acquired taste. He's oh, I know. That's it. Yeah, that's always a, yeah, he, He's kind of been that way for such a long, for I such know, a long time. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I don't want to hear that. But Jimmy comes up with a big play now. He comes up with a big series. I mean, the he Ram does. game, he drove him down. He's not he's great clutch. throughout, but he could clutch. clutch. He could make a clutch yeah. drive. You're right. you, you can't, you can't, you know, he look awful, they'll look great. So, once again, it's probably on Matthew again. Play well, we probably win. Like you say, no right. picks. But he likes <laughs> the pressure. He's finally on a team. This is what Stafford's lived for, to be on a team that could win, right? This is yeah. why he's played his whole career. He's finally getting a chance now. I'm thrilled for Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you're at work, or having dinner, or just enjoying life. The people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562-PDA-7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562-732-7888. What can I say? I love PDA. The guy seems like a good, good dude, and he's been taking so much heat over the years. So here he is. He's in position. I'm going to ask you. I know you say you don't do picks, but you're on my show. Uh, Bengals versus Chiefs. That's yeah. the first game next Sunday on the 30th, 12 p.m. Who yeah. do you got? Oh, I got the Chiefs in that one. I, I, I think it's going to end for the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. I think I think I think the Chiefs avoided this. They dodged this bullet with the Bills. I think they're I think they're on their way now. I'm going to ask you Honestly. a sweeter question. I'm going to ask you a sweeter question. What will it take for the Bengals to beat the Chiefs, to upset them? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Great for <laughs> Once again, Burrow, great. Chase, great. Mixon, you know, their offense is just... They're going to have to keep up with the score because, yeah. you know, the Chiefs will put some points up, I'm yep. assuming. So the, the Bengals are going to have to do it like Josh did today for the Bills. Joe Burrow's going to have to just deliver it. He's a big game dude, obviously, LSU. You know, he's done well. He's clutch, obviously. But uh, their line's going to have to protect. If their line doesn't, I mean, I, but the Chiefs don't have great defense either. So it'll be right. interesting to see if the Chiefs could kind of get to Burrow or not. But I'm, I don't know. I think at, at home for the Chiefs, the Bengals have been here and, you know, with this group before, I'm going to pick the Chiefs in this one. We have to see if Teron Matthew comes back to Honey Badger and see how that affects mm-hmm. him as well next week. Big. But then I, I will say for the Bengals to upset the Chiefs, like yeah. you said, these, these Chiefs just keep coming at you and coming and get you. And yep. we know that um, Mahomes, especially early in the season, hey, he was throwing the ball away a lot. Mm-hmm. So if the Bengals could force some turnovers, exactly mm-hmm. how they start off the game uh, this week, uh, first, first play out the gates, boom, turnover, interception by Bates. Yep. Yep. If you do something like that, Gotcha. You go ahead and do it. Yeah, because they, they got three picks, I believe, uh, against Tennessee. So See, if they could do that against Patrick Mahomes, one of them being a pick six, I think they have a chance, but I'm still going with the Chiefs. The, yeah. the nightcap, <laughs> 3.30 on our time, Pacific time, Niners versus Rams in Inglewood, where near where you grew up. 
That's right. Born in Inglewood, grew up in Gardena for a bit. I know. Yep. So fun. Yep. Like if you talked about, I'm, gonna, listen, been I'm been not picking against the Rams, obviously. I mean, come on. You're at SoFi. We're due. We're due to beat these. I was like, darn 49ers. <laughs> We're due. They've been on the road for three weeks. They got to be worn out. I think, uh, what's his name? was limping off the field yesterday. Uh, uh, Debo. And that's like Kittle limping. Yes. I'm hoping they're banged up. He, he's pretty but banged this up. This team is hard to put away, man. I have an ultimate respect for these guys. And like you said, they won six. So, you know, just win the game. I, I hope, I was hoping it'd be a runaway today, which it should have been, except for the turnovers. Now they had a tight game. They had to expend a lot of energy. You know, there at the end. So uh, it'll be quite a contest next week. I still, but I think the Rams will take this one. I got the Rams as well. But I'm going to still ask the question to you Mm -hmm. once again. What will it take for the Niners to beat the Rams? Pretty much what they've been doing the last six games, last Mm -hmm. three years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the same thing. But you got to well, take what this. Done. This is Matt Stafford's first year, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's his first yep. year. Yes. So those are yeah, he's only been in two of these, <laughs> right? And if you look at the trend, I, I, I look at trends, right? So his first time against them, a lot of turnover. Um, I forget. I think Woods is hurt now. Just got hurt. And you just got OBJ. So the the the, the team's yeah. shifting a little bit. So they got blown out pretty bad in San Francisco, mind you. Right. Ten to thirty-one. Then the trend comes. You come to LA. You right. start to finally click and figure it out, and you come. You know, you let the team come back, and you win you lose 24-27. So you're trending in the right direction. Now you're clicking on all cylinders. You haven't lost yep. in some weeks. Yep. Who knows, right? right? I don't know. That's just me. I- I'm looking at the trend. But for the Niners to win, definitely they have to control the clock, uh, pound the ball inside, and just wear them down. Hopefully, if Debo's fully healthy, they can win. I say it's possible, but not probable. That's one of my sayings. I like to say it that way. So yep. I have the Niners. I'm sorry. I have the Rams, Brodian Slip. I have the Rams. <laughs> beating the Niners and facing the uh, Chiefs, which I didn't want to see the Chiefs. I wanted to see um, right. yeah, another team. I want to see the Buffalo. Bills. I wanted Buffalo. I wanted the Bills. I was yeah. hoping the Bills, too, because they, I'm telling you, they got an awesome, they got a really good fan base. I know they've been yeah. wanted for such a long time. You know, that'd be cool if they came out. I mean, it'd be awesome. It's been such a long time for them. But the yeah. Chiefs are the Chiefs. I mean, like, hell of a team, hell of a situation. I thought they're gonna. I thought they were dead today, and they weren't dead. They came back. They but were. look at these guys, though. No, Mahomes never is say a, die. He's a fantastic, just a great athlete. QB. He's been all up and down, but he's just a fantastic athlete. Yeah, a guy like that, a guy like that back there could do anything. So he's yeah, great. State, he's a clutch player. The future of the NFL looks bright. The state of the AFC. We can go down the quarterbacks. You, you yeah. Have, who do you have? You have Herbert. Let's go. We go by, by the division. Herbert? Josh Allen. Oh, we go. We go right. AFC West. Yeah, right. Herbert. Um, who else? Right. I don't really care for Carr, really. To be honest with you, you know. Well, Mahomes, so Herbert and Mahomes. Obviously. Herbert and Mahomes. That's right. Okay. So then you go over to the AFC South, and who do you have down there? Who do you have down there? Deshaun Watson's not playing. I think that's it. Yeah, there, you don't have a heck of a anybody yeah. AFC South? I don't know. They got anything down there. I mean, maybe it's not as bright as we thought. Yeah, you don't have anything. You have Deshaun Watson, who's got who's going to go to jail. So let's move on from there. But the AFC yeah. North, you got Burrow, right? Yep. Yep. So AFC North, you have Burrow, and you also have Lamar Jackson. He's still Lamar, pretty good. I like He's Lamar. I like yeah. Lamar, and then um, Pittsburgh has nobody. Also. Yeah. 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 And then the Browns. Come on. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. We nothing either. Yeah. He's just guy doing a lot of commercials. But then you go to the <laughs> AFC East, and you got Josh Allen. Yep. So I think he's pretty much it because over there, I, I don't Mac think Jones. Mac Jones. He's cool. I think he's more of a. He might be decent. He's young, but he did okay this year. He had some good moments for him, but yeah, he's not. He's not Josh. He's not Josh Allen's on there. Josh Allen's no doubt a star. He's no. He's a star. star. 
Yep, but that's that's pretty good. Every division, what's up the AFC style? But every division has someone or more than that. And then the NFC is, is decent. It's pretty decent. NFC's the got the more veterans, right? You got the yeah, Staffords you Brady. and the Bradys and you got the Cousins. Aaron, yeah, yeah, it's more of a veteran group. And you got Jimmy some Jalen Hurts coming in there. Dax kind of emerged. I like what Jalen did this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, but the, the obviously the class of the quarterbacks moving forward all in the AFC, all of them. Uh, Looks so, like it. Yep, yep. So that's that. So um, yeah, quick pause. From that, we're going to switch over um, to basketball. Yes, sir. NBA action. All right. So um, really quick. I want to get into the state of the league. We know the Raiders, the Raiders, Freudian slip, Lakers were getting <laughs> beat down by the Heat, which we all projected that was going to happen. But mind you, there was no Kyle Lowry. Um, there was, uh, I think there was no, uh, what's their sixth man, uh, Tyler Hero, and right. other players as well weren't playing, oh. right? And they were still beating the snot out of the Lakers early. But then we had a late surgeons come back late. Did you watch that full game? You know what? I did it because all the football today. But I heard, so what happened was, and I was headed out to the store later, so I put on Sirius XM, and I was listening to the broadcast. The last few minutes of the Lakers made a comeback. Got to within yep. four. Yep. But, you know, once it was the final score. They lost by turned them all over. Yeah, <laughs> I hear it was just, I'm glad I didn't see it early. But, Michael, you know, we've we've talked about it in these spaces. I mean, it's, it's yeah. just brutal so far this year. I don't know, combination of guys, the way they're playing. The substitutions, Ariza's still getting a ton of minutes, which I don't get, and Stanley's not, and Ariza's not. I don't understand if he just feels, Vogel feels obligated to play the veterans, you know, and the Hall of Famer. It ain't working. I mean, just go with the younger dudes. Honestly, I'd always like to see the THT, Austin Reese, and Stanley there. Was it the last game, the game before? They were in there, they did something, took Stanley out. Put in LeBron and we took him out. Nothing. We lost. I mean, just right. go with the youth sometimes. It's this is rough. It's just a rough look so far this year. You know, I know AD. I thought AD was supposed to come back today, or he was. No, it, that was smart not to. Like, uh, yeah, even, probably. even late, you had a um, um, Bam out of bio bow out and Lakers yeah. making this big surge. And that's the thing. Lakers are doing all this stuff just to get your heart pounding. They're like, oh, I'll give you some hope. Be like, oh, let's turn off football, go back to Lakers game, and mm-hmm. just for them to crap the bed. You know, and it's just, it's just, it's heart wrenching. But this is the thing: they're the Lakers this week. Now they lose to Miami. Yep. Tuesday they play against the Nets in 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 Brooklyn. Yep. And then uh, I believe it's Thursday, they go up against uh, who? Is it Philly? It's Philly. And then Friday mm-hmm. they go up against uh, the the Hornets. And then Sunday against. The I don't know where there's wins here. <laughs> Maybe Sunday against the Hawks. Oh, but everybody else, that's a deal. Maybe Charlotte, because but all these teams are have better records than them. All those teams, and, and and the Heat, and the and the Nets, and and Philly are all title contenders to some degree. I mean, people don't mm-hmm. believe in Philly, but they have the potential MVP. Of course, they're going beat over there. And then also the Nets have KD. So you're going against some some world beaters over here. So, uh, what do you think about the their Lakers uh, future right now? They're 23 and 24, a game under 500, been teetering that line all season. How do you feel it's going to happen this week? You know what. And I've said this for such a long time, and you know, with this team, and you know, as as a as AD goes, the Lakers go. That's kind of been my yeah. motto the last few years. He's been here, and once again, he's been out. Listen, if he's out, we're not winning anything. Bottom line, right? We're we're done. He has to be. And you're talking one of the best players in the league. I know he wasn't great this year, before, uh, but if he comes back and is strong, 
you know, that's going to add a whole different dimension. But you just start to wonder about this roster. It's obviously this wasn't constructed well. You know what? Defensively, uh, we just lack sometimes. You don't know Caruso, no, you know, uh, KCP. It was more offense. And then it's like we didn't have the defensive guys. So we signed Stanley. Ariza looks old. You know, Russell's been very, you know, Russell. That's just a whole nother topic. It's yeah, been we, rough we, for that's, a other, that's a whole other show. Oh, Russell's a whole Western show. World. And I love Russell because yeah. I love UCLA. We well, do too. You know, Russell. I had to give it to his brother. He may need some glasses, but. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't, oh, so God. it's, let's face it. It's odds are it ain't looking. It's not looking like we're going to win a title. Well, that's all I care. I mean, to me with the Lakers, can we win a title or not? I don't care about first round second you know getting there can we win or not and the way it is now it's probably a no lebron's done honestly lebron's done he's not winning another title uh it's not looking that way and that was the thing that's what this whole thing he's been absolutely fantastic i cannot say enough about him you know what that's that dude's been good lebron james right now is the second leader scorer in the league he's only three points behind kevin durant amazing you guys been average over 25 points for like what 20 plus straight games right and he's getting 30 plus and I think last night's game he got one let me see I'll look it up really quick for you I think he, he got uh, 33 33 11 and 4 Michael, he's still getting 11 boards he's 37 years old I just want to say years old. He, playing he basketball both teams in scoring led both teams in rebounding and he's 37 it's it's absolutely it's just unbelievable <laughs> what we, we're, we've never seen this in the NBA before no you know a guy this age this. doing this we see guys play this. yeah but to do what he's doing, leading the team up and down the court, the physicality, I can't say enough good things about the guy. And it's unprecedented. Because he's playing the Olympics every yeah. three, every, yeah, the last three Olympics, whatever. And then he's been in 10 out of, he's been in, well, how many straight? It was eight straight finals, but 10 total. Like, come on. Yeah. I think in terms of longevity, I mean, you could say in, well, basketball, well, I, I hate to say all, you almost say all sports because Brady's had this incredible career too and Gretzky, but in terms of from start to finish, 19 yeah. years, at his excellence, we've never seen this anywhere. Nope. And to do what he does night in, night out, basketball, you're at the stand of there. You're up and down the court. I mean, it's you play leading the team. It's different. It might you be the most impressive Brady. thing we've ever seen in sports, yeah. honestly. It's not the, Brady is not the same. He stands there. Brady doesn't even run. That's what I so said. Yeah, he doesn't even run. He doesn't play defense. No. He sits there. He makes smart decisions. He's smart. That's not. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, I'm not going to identify him. It's a remarkable, but LeBron. And then nowadays, you can't years? hit the quarterback. That's the difference. That's right. Nowadays, you can't hit the quarterback. So, unless they are this running. This dude hasn't lost. I mean, LeBron, have we seen a drop-off? Not a lot. I mean, yeah, he shoots more jumpers, yes, probably. But they, yes, but now he's shooting more jumpers. Got very little drop-off, <laughs> which yeah. is startling. It's yeah. really something. So, that's the only bright spot right now for the Lakers. He's got to be. And he keeps his cool. He's very, like, down the middle. I'm always impressed with how he's handled himself all these years, in a sense. Yeah. And I know he has a lot of people that like him. Oh, uh, LeBron's this one. But, my God, he's been the limelight since he was a kid. It's just yep. remarkable to me just how, how 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 well he's handled himself, his whole career keeps his composure, just everything about him. I, I have a lot of respect for him, and I know he wants to win so bad for the Lakers because he he knows the legacy of this organization, and how much crazy the fans are like us and different people who love the Lakers right. and Genie, and he wants to win so bad. That's why he put out that tweet. I apologize, this and that. So this has got to be just killer. I, I'm sure there's some moves in the works here. I mean, we, we, we're we not going to just go out a 500 team this year. They're going to have to trade some guys. I don't think so anymore. Happen? What do you think is huh? going to happen? Who do you think is going to get moved to get who? What do you feel? What's the pulse you got? I don't really have much of a pulse. It's a, <laughs> I don't have an inside track. But yeah. I'm thinking they probably want to get more of an athletic big in there, you know? 
some that can play a little D and some that could score. And then they talk about Jeremy Grant, you know, guys like that or different guys. Well, he's not a big. He's a wing player. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know who they would. Just someone that could shoot more, play a little D, maybe kind of both sides of the ball. Yeah. They got to mix it up. They got to mix it up. And I, I, in terms of big, I don't know who they – I don't know what they do there. But they're going to make a trade. But if they make a trade, they're probably include a nun, maybe a THT. Do they want to do that? None hasn't seen the court, for goodness sake. So that's another thing. We can't even get this yeah. guy back on the court. Yeah. You, you know, know what I told I, I tweeted to oh. him. I tweeted him because he was like, have patience with me, Laker Nation, and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I said, I said, I predict you're going to miraculously feel better on uh, February the 11th. And people, some people got it. Some people got it. A lot of other people didn't. Well, I'm like, the trade deadline's on the 10th. Sorry. People have talked about that, right? About yeah. the fact is he, uh, you know, is he just playing hurt so he could get past the trade deadline so he doesn't want to get traded right i don't know yeah i mean you can can still trade an injured player i mean you can do it but then but a lot of people may not want that because he has two years of his contract not one it's not like it's an expiring contract yeah two year 5.5 a year people might not want that they might say pat i don't know they might see you get get ad back because then he could cover up a lot and see what he could give but us. We saw AD when he was here. Like, is, is he to come back from injury better than he was? I mean, maybe. I already lost some of the weight he put on in the offseason because, you know, when you're yeah. doing rehab, rehab is a form of working out and you're working out muscles and stuff that you wouldn't normally work out in a normal yeah. workout. And it's hard. That's why players hate doing it. But all you're doing is getting in really good shape and strengthening all your muscles, especially around your injury. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It could, he could come back better than what he was, but we're hoping. Yeah, I know. I think they should get Jeremy Grant um, because the people are missing the sight of why they were they prefer. That's why they're waiting for a reason to come back. Why they wanted a, a wing player because they have none. All they have is a reason. Um, right, and that's that's the issue. They were playing THT a lot of three ball. Well, I guess you support. say Stanley, but Stanley's more of the defensive well, end. They, they just they just grabbed him though. They just they yeah. just want to have to grab off the strap because that's the crazy. Wasn't there, Melo, they don't have wing guys because LeBron. It's really the, I'm going to get to it. The reason is LeBron can no longer defend perimeter players, mm-hmm. not not throughout the game. Right. So they knew LeBron had to play at best a four. So if that's the yeah. case, you have yeah. to get a Jeremy Grant to fill that void. And they thought Arena's going to do it. Arena's going to back. He looks worse than Yeah, he did. looks old. Yeah. <laughs> he looks worse than DeAndre. Like, he looks really old. He looks worse than DeAndre. But at least DeAndre's well, what do you have to give up to get him? What do you have to give up to get him? I guess we'll get Jeremy him up. Jeremy Grant? Well, the, the issue, the, the key the key was, yeah, that's the thing. Because now they may not want none. Or my, now they may take none. They might ask for more. They might ask yeah, for more. That's really well. Because none hasn't played, so now you got to give up a first and maybe still the two seconds, wow. just because. Of, but I'm like, so Lakers don't care about the future; they care about now. <laughs> so I'm like, well, with LeBron, you do exactly. This is it. Yes. This year, next give year. THT, THT's in fit, and, and that's why I like THT's been balling the last maybe two weeks or a week. And Playing half. well. Playing yeah. well. That's great because you know what it does helps his trade stock. <laughs> he might go. I tell you, yeah. but, you know, as I say real quick about Russell, the thing is, you know, they brought Russell yeah. in here to be that third star, right? Because you figure AD, LeBron's like last year, one went down, we're cooked, right? Yeah. When AD went down the playoffs, we were done. So you bring that third guy with like the Nets, at least you have another guy to bounce off of if someone's out or someone can take a rest. But uh, listen, and we AD's been out, so we've seen that happen, but it hasn't exactly worked well, has it? It's just LeBron's played just, harder this last, this season he had since he's been a Lakers. It's crazy. Yes, I know. It's nuts. The Rouse can be he just played 40 more. minutes the other night. He just played 40 minutes. He's superhuman. I don't know. And he says that he prepares for this. It's crazy. I know he spends a million bucks a year on whatever on his 
training or something or is it a million a month? I don't know how much he spends it's, it's a lot it's over a million it's, over it's a million, crazy uh, I'd love to see him behind the scenes of that I tell you and he's a man. superhuman he's a robot he's something different I mean we've never seen the likes of this physically so one of one but how much can he do and the, let's say we get to the playoffs will he be fresh or not fresh but we're looking like a play-in team at this point I mean yeah. I don't even know it's gonna well, be we're rough the eight to move seed up. right now yeah, eight seed right now, in. and we're actually only—it goes down to ten, but we're still—we're only a half out of the seventh. But to get, you got to get the sweet spots to six, right? So they're yep. what a game and a half out of the six. No, the they're only game and a half out. Yeah, that's all the right. thing. Like, like if you really want to go all the way up, go all the way up to like fifth seed. The fifth seed is where there's a little gap. You got they're about four games. <laughs> but this road wow. trip, like you said, four could kill us. Yeah, this road yeah, trip, we could literally lose almost lose every game. Yeah. And then we're, we're forget the six spot. Uh, yeah. If we're going to go four or five back with how many play? Down. 30? You got to look down then. So the, yeah. the, 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 the final seed is 10, which Portland has that right now. And they're two and a half, they're two and a half games back of the Lakers. So say, say the Brett Lakers are going to just a three game winning streak and Lakers lose all these games, their Lakers are now falling to the 10th seed. And we talked about this in one of those spaces. The the worst Laker team to win in terms of a title, worst record, is like fifty five games or something crazy. Something we ain't win no fifty five games. No, I mean, Lakers gonna win probably like forty five hundred. Yeah, it might be forty. And that's another thing too. But no the thing is, this, no matter no matter what, they'll be in a playing game because the Pelicans are just that damn far out of it. Like after after you go from ten, is just too far. Like yeah. the teams are just so bad after that. So they'll be in a playing game, but they might be a first. The one one and done. Where if you're if you're in the lower nine and ten seeds, it's a one it's a, it's a, it's a you know it's a one and done in a sense. Where LeBron least, and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook on the same team, and we could be one and done. Think about that. That's, that's yeah. crazy. It's absolutely it's crazy. crazy. And, and people say, oh, well, we didn't have AD for most of the, it. Doesn't matter if you have three future Hall of Famers and you have two on the court at all times. You should win most of those games. Exactly. That's how exactly that works. And then you right. just figure it out. If we if we're playing exactly. in at rec league ball, we're playing at the park and, and and the two best players on the court or the two most highly decorated I should say mm-hmm. players on the court mm-hmm. on most on most matchups or nights, they should win. You know, it doesn't get too complicated after that. Yeah, you have different lines and matchups, but you would think people on this level and I'm bring it back to Russ, his basketball IQ is just lacking. He's just an athlete playing basketball at this point. His jump shot, his mechanics, I know you know this, Mike, his mechanics mm-hmm. are horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, his, his, his defense shot is off really bad this year. Uh-huh. He cannot even complete layups. Uh, his, his bank shots hitting the top of the backboard. And, I'm, and it's not all on Russ, but damn it, right. you're here for that reason. We lost Kuzma, um, Trez, uh, KCP. I know. And because, and because of contracts, in essence, Caruso. Because the amount of money you take up. So we're losing all these players and pieces because we have you here to kind of make take the load off of LeBron in the 82-game season. And you yes. haven't done that. LeBron's playing harder than he's ever played in the last three, four years. Right? So this the, might the be the worst. I, was, I kept saying this before. This could be go down as the work acquisition in Lakers history, right? When it's all said and done, kind of the worst misstep. Thinking we bring Russ in and we get everybody else, and it just leaves a disaster. And right now, it looks like Lakers it's that win way. The trade. I can't think of the last time Lakers lost a trade. We really gotta go really go back. Pal Gasol, we, we we destroyed them on that. One. I didn't expect we, this. I don't even the Byron Scott. It. Yeah, well, we got Byron for Norm. You remember Norm Nixon? Yeah, and Norm, Norm, Norm was, was a Laker favorite. Yeah, yeah. Byron yeah. ended up winning more titles. Actually, he got three. <laughs> a lot more. He got <laughs> he Norm got three. Got Lakers, and right? I love Norm, but you know, Magic wanted. I, don't know, I forget how that went he down. Did, but, well, he needed to. Well, well, no, well, because it makes sense. Can't have two point guards back there. Like Norm was no, Norm was, was a, Norm was a point guard before Magic got here. Exactly, right. and I and like Norman. Like, Norman, 
and, and you can't have magic as your two. So yeah. you have to have Norm had to go, and then now you're bringing in Byron who actually plays defense. So you got you got Byron, you got Byron Scott. We I've met him multiple times, which is great. And you yeah, have Joe. Coop. That's yeah. Nice. So now you have B Scott and Coop out there perimeter defenders, and you got Magic controlling the show. And it's just it works out perfectly. Boy, do I miss those days. Oh, you you tell it. Showtime. <laughs> do I Lakers. miss the best Lakers, and that's my favorite era. I'll take them over any any. I'll take them over any. All right, you already know what time it is. It's my favorite part of the show. It's the happy birthday. So let's go. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is turning 41 this week. And half man, half amazing. Vince Carter turning 45. And from Blackish, Jennifer Lewis, the grandma, she's turning 65 this week. And Michelle McCool from the WWE is turning 42. Also from the WWE, Sasha Banks is turning 30 this week. And Andre Iguodala, Iggy, is turning 38. Kirk Franklin, holla up to him and stomp on somebody. Good Lord, he's turning 52 this week. And Ellen DeGeneres is turning 64. Anita Baker is turning, also turning 64 this week. And Kerry Washington from Scandal, she's turning 45. Mark Gasol, Mark Gasol, that's Powell's brother, turning 37 this week. And Sheamus from the WWE is turning 44. The great one, Wayne Gretzky, is turning 61 this week. And uh, Rick Ross is turning 46. And Maluna, Maluma is turning 28 from Reggaeton, turning 28 this week. And Rakim, the one of the best rappers of all time, turning 54. Jalen Rose is turning 49 this week. And that girl, Lele, that girl, Lele from Nickelodeon, is turning 15. Jake Cole is turning 37 this week. And Elijah Wood, Elijah Wood from Lord of the Rings, is turning 41. Kit Cuddy, Kit Cuddy is turning 38 this week. And Michael Thompson, that's Plays Daddy, turning 67. Joy Fatone is turning 45 this week. And Christian Bell is turning 48. Charlie Wilson, Uncle Charlie, if you're nasty, is turning 69 this week. And Big Frieda is turning 44. D Storm is turning 40 this week. Tom Selleck, Tom Selleck is turning 77. Amani Bates is turning 18 this week. And Phil Collins is turning 71. Adam Lambert is turning 40. And Wilmer Valderrama is turning 42. Kirk Cross is turning 53 this week. And Becky Lynch from the WWE is turning 35. Oprah Winfrey is turning 68. We have some honorable mentions. Etta James, at last, Etta James passed away 2012, would have been 84 this week. And Eddie Van Halen passed away in 2020, would have been 67 this week. And bang, bang, bang himself, John Witherspoon, pops, would have been 80 this week, passed away 2019. And finally, breaking the color barrier in, in baseball, Jackie Robinson, who passed away in 1972 would have been 103 this week. But that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now, back to our show. Team ever. Now, Mike, Mike, you are someone who's like a savant in a sense where you're like a historian, which is why I have you on. You're yeah. a historian of this stuff, right? Yeah. And people forget. There's a lot of young people. We're on spaces with people that are like 20s and, and right. early 30s. They don't know anything about basketball, damn it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, they they yeah, just don't know. They just don't know. They don't watch the. They have they're passionate. I, re- I like them because they're passionate about what's but now, but a lot of them don't have, know about the past. They have all the information in front of them. We didn't have internet growing up. <laughs> 
That's okay, true. we didn't have so forget YouTube. Damn it, it was no internet. I, I remember AOL started. We had dial up. I remember that. I remember, I'm, I'm from the days of fax machines, man. Like I'm with so, you. Right. I remember the pagers and stuff. I remember uh, when the when the cell phones came out. And I'm sure you remember. You know. You, oh yeah. You you, you remember before color TV. So <laughs> I damn right. It's zenith black and white. There you go. Uh, so oh my, my point God. is, is that people forget about. Um, Showtime Lakers. What was the, the catalyst of the Showtime Lakers? Wasn't the no look passes? It wasn't all mm-hmm. the highlights in the offense. Their key mm-hmm. to their success was their defense. People forget that. If their defense is what led them to have fast breaks, you can't have fast breaks without stops. You gotta get rebounds, block shots, or steals. You have transition points, and that's where they killed you. Speak to us more. Give, give us some just insight from your days when you watch those Lakers play. You know what? My hit it on the head, man. Because Pat Riley. You know, our leader, basically, he said, no rebounds, no rings. That was his motto all the time. And the Lakers really were founded on the defense. He he worked them so hard every year on the defensive end. And, you know, every time Showtime, they're glitzy, they're glamorous. Yeah, it was, but they were hardworking dudes. They were just all in it. They played as hard as possible. Coop, like you say, one of the best ever defensively, other guys they brought in there. And that led to the break, because when they got the rebound, they played tough defense. Magic got out there. There's Irvin coming up the court in that beautiful no-look pass or whatever it was. Still my favorite play, Magic on. Magic coming up the court in the fast break. Nothing better. Nothing <laughs> the passing was it's incredible. A lot of guys could even handle the passing off their heads sometimes at first. They know what to do. But it was founded on the defense of that. But the team, listen, it, it was just beloved. I mean, every year, every game, all the, you know, just a... Magic's rookie year. Of course, that was without Pat at the time. But then, you know, everything else from there, you know, was just was just fantastic. The wins against the Celtics were just legendary. And then the Pistons series in 88 was incredible. I mean, I just remember every year. I mean, 80 we won, 81 we lost, 82 we won, 83 we lost. I can go down the list. I can almost name all the most of the series. It was just electric time to be a Lakers fan in that area. Because it was before cable. And everybody's just zeroed in on the Lakers. Every game with the great Chick Hearn announcing. It was all because of Magic, really. I mean, there's everything, you know, Kareem and everything. But Magic, there was such, when he came to the Lakers, the energy, it was just, I can't, hard to describe. The energy just went up right from the first game, even in the preseason. Then the first game with the Clippers, Kareem hit a skyhook to win at the buzzer. Magic's jumping all over him. Kareem goes, calm down, man. We have 81 more to go, young man. And it's just (laughs) a certain energy that he brought that stayed with the franchise forever in that era. It's hard to describe just how great that was. It was a special time. And I think the Kobe Shaq Lakers were great too, but nothing, nothing since I've seen compares to that Showtime era. Is it the best, the best group I've seen? They won five. To me, they could have won seven. They blew yeah. a series in 84 with the Celtics and they got hurt in 89. Yeah. So they, it was just remarkable. Could have won and more. Then it all ended. Yeah. I, I, was, I tell people in the record books, you know, because Magic was LeBron before LeBron. And yep. Magic did things his rookie year that LeBron could ever dream to do, right? So, and, and that's a fact. And LeBron's just more of a physical specimen. But Magic was that guy early. Mm-hmm. Magic mm-hmm. got five rings being there nine times. And, and LeBron said we'll never get five, it seems. So, we got to look at that. Magic played for 13 seasons total, like maybe 12 mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, I said I said the, the MVP or the, what, what makes everyone else look so good or even makes Michael Jordan look better than Magic, it was HIV. HIV mm-hmm. slowed him down. Yeah. Without HIV, Magic, you know, so oh, he only man. had two bad knees or whatever, but Magic was still that guy. And we know Jordan was coming, but Jordan doesn't win six. Maybe he wins five. You know, um, mm-hmm. who, who knows? But if Magic's still around and, and, and if Bird back doesn't go out, 
maybe Jordan's yep. 44, you know, so we got to look at the total picture and all of that. Before we get out of here, yeah. because we're running out of time a little bit here, Mike, and I really appreciate yeah, you it's coming been on fun, our man. platform. Can't wait to share this in the spaces and all the guides and, and have them take a listen. I know they're going to love it. They all love your, you have that radio voice, <laughs> right? We, we all love you, Mike. I always yeah. laugh because these guys are all, man, tell us me all about Wilt the Dig. Yeah. I, about that. I go back to Wilt Elgin, those dudes, man. This is a a dude that's seen a lot of sports. You know, like anybody else who's from that era. And I appreciate you. You're the first one of all of us in the Twitter sphere that we're all friends with, with, you know, all of those Guru and Raquel and and, and, um, all all those guys and and Jackson. They're a great group. We all love Jackson. (laughs) Jackson. Right, right. Bianca and and all those people. Yeah, all the characters, man. Ryan. I'm giving all y'all shout outs. But you're the first one (laughs) because you're the only one that makes me feel young. <laughs> nah, there you go, man. I'm the oldest guy by far. Yeah, I'm but you, you, you help me because you buffer my points. You go even deeper, and that's great. You know, because when I say stuff, they look at me like I'm like an oddball or something like that. Like, no, I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> you know, so I go back to the you're a good bridge guys. for both generations, Marco. Yeah, I'm the bridge, right? I'm the bridge. I'm just I'm the old dude. They can't even take me seriously with anything. Like, you're old, man. You're old. Talk about Jerry. I'm, I'm savvy with what they know, then I still can kind of tap into what you know and I get yes. in the middle. And, exactly. and my favorite Laker teams actually is the um, is the Kobe Powell team. Because oh, those they are were, great, man. Because it's like Powell is a star, but he's not a megastar like Kareem or, mm-hmm. or, or like Shaq. You know, we, he wasn't that. So you really had Kobe who get to take the reins over it and go to three straight finals and yeah. with a bunch of uh, 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 Shannon Browns and the machine, <laughs> Sasha Buiches and Turion, a bunch Lamar. of Lamar yeah. Odom, Bynum. Like, who do you really have with a team? Luke Walton and the guy. You have all these guys, Ariza, right? Uh, even, <laughs> even Meta at one point. So you have all these makeshift guys. You don't have these Hall of Famers. Yeah. Like, Powell is because of his play around the world for Spain. But you see what I'm saying? So that's my exactly. favorite team. It shows how obviously is probably the greatest. But that 2001 uh, Kobe Shaq team is probably the best playoff team we've ever had. But my favorite is the 2009 Lakers teams with a reason. I love that team. But before I let you go, because we're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the Lakers. We're talking about Kobe. Yeah. We're approaching, you know, a horrible, probably the worst day in Laker history. Right. Um, coming up, I think it was Wednesday. Yep. Um, Talk to 26. me a little bit, the 26th, talk to me a little bit about, do you remember two years ago where you uh, were when you heard the news? Of course. You know, I just, uh, I mean, I, I almost get tearful thinking about it. And I'll probably be crying that day too when it shows up again, like all Lakers fans and basketball fans. You know, I was, you know, it's interesting, just a few weeks before that we put my son and I, he's a huge Kobe fan. He played ball in this and that. Put up a Kobe poster, you know, game seven when he's on the scores table, you know, after they beat the Celtics, that there's a poster. We hung that up just a few weeks before, and he's got Kobe stuff in his room. And I was, it was a Sunday, right? I was upstairs, and also I looked down at the phone. I think I saw it on Twitter, TMZ, you know. Yeah, I was TMZ watching, like, I was watching a college, I think it was Wisconsin, Indiana, or something. Because the Lakers played the night before against Philly when yeah. Kobe texted LeBron, right? That whole, hey, yeah. you. Uh, whatever record he was, and, uh, record, yeah. yeah, and then I saw to go, and then all of a sudden I looked and I go, huh? My son comes, he was down here. He goes, Dad, Dad. And I go, Yeah, what? Is, is this true? And then we're all, you know, for the next few minutes, we didn't know what to believe, right? Because out here in Southern California, turn the news. There's nothing on the news, nothing on ABC, nothing. So is this true? And then all of a sudden the footage came in, you know, from Agoura Hills, you know, out here, which I know the area, you know, and. I just remember, you know, Michael, that day, it was so bizarre, because I, I swear to you, when I woke up that day, the, and I live in Orange County, and Kobe flew out of Orange County, John Wayne, 
and you know, he lives in Newport and I live in, in the Anna Hills area. And I'm like, the, the fog was just weird. It was a dark yeah. fog. It was really intense. I've never seen anything like it. It was just bizarre. And then what we learned that day, uh, stunning, right? Then Gigi and of course all the girls on the team. Yeah. yeah just dep- it was just so heartbreaking. Then the next day, complete brightness. I swear to God out here. Every day after Michael, sun was shining. Every day. Just that Sunday. It was awful. And then you learned about, you know, you know, because he only took the helicopter. He took it yeah. from where he was to Staples all those years. We knew about the helicopter. Yeah. And then he was taking it out to his daughter's games at Thousand Oaks because they don't want to hit the traffic because that's a good hour and a half drive from where he lived. You know, and uh, it, it was, uh, everything was stunning about it. You know, so sad what happened. I went to Memorial later for the Altabelli family at Anaheim Stadium, Angel Stadium, because he coached out here. Coach Altabelli, his daughter played, you know, with Gigi. And I went to the memorial for them and all these baseball players showed up that play for him at Orange Coast College wearing their uniforms. And it was just incredibly moving and sad and emotional. And I was just immersed for, for weeks like all of us. And it was, uh, you know, my friend ran into Kobe years ago out here at the mall. He loved Orange County. He's always bouncing around. He got an autograph for his boys. Real accessible, man. I mean, he loved the area. And then all the stories came out, like what he did for everybody, all these people behind the scenes. You know, there's a guy he worked out with at UC Irvine, a trainer when Kobe was rehabbing. And Kobe's just sneaking to come in the gym. And the guy would rehab him. He got, Kobe got him a ring. Kobe got him tickets to the ESPYs. You know, all this incredible stuff you never heard about Kobe do. And you realize how many people he touched. And it's still hard. It's just sad. It's still very, it's just incredible. And just the outpouring of love after that at Staples. It was just, uh, just an incredible time. Incredibly sad time, but to see everybody just show their love was just remarkable. Worldwide, too. I was like, yeah. wow. You know, he it's, it's something that still hurts. We'll ever hurt yeah. in the memorial with Michael. Incredible speech. And, of course, yeah. Vanessa and her words. It's Jack just sad. It's sad. Bit. We're never going to get over yeah. it. Simple as that. And he was yeah. coming to his own in the film business. You know? And how he was with a dad. He's retiring. Incredible. Just, just had him. Oh, he loved girl. it. Yeah, he loved it. I feel his daughter's over at SC now. I know, you know, um, Bianca. What's her name? The oldest one, Natalia. 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 She's at USC. She just turned 19 a week ago. Yep, and she's a film major. And I know my daughter's a film major over here in Orange County. And I was like, I thought about like, my daughter's getting a film. My daughter's in a film. It's kind of cool to think of it. You feel so terrible for them. Uh, but I know Rob Palenka has been real big with them because Rob's the godfather, you know, and he's very close to the family and he lives out there. So I know he's. Yeah, I think he checks on them a lot. And a lot of I'm stuff you just don't, too. people don't know about, you know? Yeah. And uh, just, you know, prayers out, you know? And um, sadly, there's still civil suits going on. They show the pictures, yeah. which is awful. I, that whole scene just makes me sick about that, hearing about that, uh, how the police handled that and everything. But it's just uh, tragedy we'll never get over, you know? But what an incredible player. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just an unbelievable, that last game against Denver. Yeah, Michael the 60, 60. Uh, my son yeah. is still like beautiful. Yeah, I saw it. I watched it live. I couldn't, I couldn't oh. afford those tickets. The nosebleeds were like over twelve hundred dollars. I said, no, I'm okay. It was, like a fi- <laughs> it was like a finals game. It and really was more. like a play. It was unbelievable for, for nosebleeds. No nosebleeds in a wow. finals game. I think the nosebleeds in finals game are usually like two forty, two fifty. I know, you know, and I don't like sitting nosebleeds. So, so I know it's like five fifty. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the at the 200 level, not even 100, 200 level. So I, that's where I usually sit in the premier seats or something like that. And I remember wow. that Kobe game was like tripling what the prices uh, would normally be. That just goes to show you um, the amount of love and admiration yep. the league had for him. But 
Um, I remember where I was. I was headed to church, and I, I got I broke the news to my church. They were all in there. I was driving. Yeah. In. I came in late, and I said, "This can't be true." I I, I went on Facebook. Said someone tell me this was not true. And my Facebook started blowing up. When I found out Gigi was a part of it, I almost vomited. I had to run out of the church because I'm a girl dad, you know. Mm -hmm. And and, and mm -hmm. the thing is, as selfishly, I feel like we were robbed because she was already further along than he was at the same age. So imagine, you know, because the WNBA, I'm I'm a big fan i've been to most of the a lot of the games i should say mm -hmm. um and i took my daughter there since she was two she chews for candace parker mm -hmm. or she used to <laughs> but um it really hurt um and, mm -hmm. and, and I, I, I i cried and for me i guess it brought other memories because if you think about it when kobe came to lakers in 2000 and i mean so 1996 mm -hmm. we've, we've had him in a sense in, in our lives for 24 years mm -hmm. we really think about it you know, and I'm 40, and so, mm -hmm. so more than half my life he's been in there. And and then I thought I lost my brother too, my little yeah. brother. And it was about 24 years of time that I lost. So it, it felt like you lost a sibling. So it's like you lost a family member that's been in your life that you've seen in a sense grow up since they were 17 years old, right? And then they're gone. And then all oh, to, to make matters worse, his his daughter mm. goes with him. And like, what 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 is is, is there a God? And you start questioning everything. And then you look at Vanessa, and I watch follow her posts, and it's just heart wrenching. Like, like her whole life, she she only knows Kobe. She she will never marry again. She was with right. Kobe since she was sixteen years old. She doesn't know anything different. And he's gone. And then one of her babies. Come on, like it's just so, that's just not fair. No, absolutely so. not. You're right on the girl. I mean, this you're right. You hit it perfectly. It's just so many levels. The basketball sense, the dad sense. That's what touched people the most, right? The fact he's just. Yeah loving you know Gigi and playing ball and all that like you say we're gonna miss that he uh, supported the WNBA and yeah it's a shattering it really was you know it's just uh just just such a tragedy and Vanessa's strength you know at the memorial and talking and yeah she still has to raise other you know her kids yeah I mean she, she has to mourn they have to mourn and she has to raise them but it's a, such a great community the Laker community everybody's kind of there for each other and I really it's a it's a bomb we all don't know each other but there's a special, just a bond there. I don't know what it is. Laker fans are just, uh, they're worldwide and passionate, right? As we know. And, <laughs> and that's right. how we met. People that's grow how up you and I met. That's how yeah, you and that's I met. Yeah, that's how I met you, right? On Twitter, talking about Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. But for you guys, like me, and for like yourself to grow up, kind of, you know, you're similar in the ages and stuff, and to see that, he's like, he, he we knew him as a teen and as a man. He, he came here as a, a young man. His parents co-signed for his house, you know, and all that situation, and. You know, Vanessa went to high school close to where I grew up in Huntington Beach, Marina High School. And as like, I knew the whole story and, you know, and then the fact he grew up and he played and retired and it's like his whole life we saw all this happen. The ups and downs, some good moments, some rough moments. We didn't, but, get, um, we didn't get his MVP, I mean, uh, Hall of Fame speech. It was the same year later. Oh, man, that was, that was rough too. Not for him. He, and she said he wanted to give that Hall of Fame speech so much, right? Yeah. It was so, it would have been incredible. Been but been she incredible. did a great job. But it was so hard. I mean, could you imagine? And even just getting up there and speaking, I just, unbelievable people, strength. People thought Jordan's was a classic speech. I guarantee you, because how well-spoken he is. And, and 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 the way uh, he help was, speech. And, but then how? But then also how who he evolved to. Man, listen, it would have been probably the best speech of all time. I think so. Would never. Be. There's been some great ones recently. Iverson's is great. Yeah. There's been some fantastic ones, and uh, we'll never. It's it's just. Uh, 
terribly sad, but we're going to just have fond memories of him. That's for sure. And he just, what, what a run. 20 years with the team. I just, uh, he'll go down. I mean, he's down as the all-time favorite Laker. There's no question. I mean, him and Magic, you know, and, and you put Kareem, it's Kobe. It's going to be Kobe. I mean, yeah. if you pull most fans, yeah. you know, Kobe's so, influence is the greatest. Longevity, he, all his whole career. Longevity, just the passion, the, the wins, the, the, the yeah. everything about it. And he almost left the team, remember? He almost went to the Clippers. Almost went to the Clippers, yeah. He, he wanted to leave. Thank yep. God he did it. Jerry West talked him out of it. And then Andrew Bynum, it would have been, can you imagine? I mean, yeah. that was terrible. Was 2007 or something like that. Yeah, yeah like, it was rough. And then, luckily, and then the Andrew Bynum played well and Lamar. Yeah. Yep. A lot Lamar. going on there, but we're going to be, every year we'll think about it, Michael, no doubt about it. Yeah. The anniversary I, comes, I'll definitely uh, be sad. Yep, yep. Well, I'm going to leave it on that note, guys. Um, Mike, it was great having you on. Do you, um, you want to shout out where they people can find you on Twitter sphere or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> What am I, Mike? Mike, what is my Twitter handle? Mike, Anyhow, man. Mike in Mike, Mike in the OC. Yeah, Mike, Mike in the OC. Mike, I want to no, say. No, Mike You'll from me. Mike from Mike the from OC. the OC. Yeah, yeah. I know it's kind of like basic, right? <laughs> I'm on Twitter. Yeah. I call Mad Dog Sports Radio a lot. If, if you ever hear a guy rambling on about Southern California teams, that's me. I call a bunch of shows on there. 82 on series. So, and hey, listen, I love. Uh, thanks for having me on, Michael. You're such a yeah. articulate guy, smart guy a good guy you love your sports and the lakers and yep. football there's so much to talk about man i really appreciate yeah. you having me on love to do it again sometime oh definitely you ever in a definitely. pinch you know where to find me <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna rotate you guys in i'm gonna, I'm gonna start <laughs> opening up to the twitter sphere of people they all want oh man you got you are great choices here let me tell you there's yeah. some smart fans yeah smart some of fans them. some of them some of them some <laughs> well, some, some we won't say but there, there's some uh, there's some incredible yeah passionate people that's all you passionate. can say. People are passionate. There you go. They're all passionate. Some are very intelligent. All passionate. All passionate. <laughs> That's all, right. all it is. <laughs> That's all it is. All right, Mike. I appreciate having you on. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to The Time Is Now. Have a good night. Thanks. All right. You know I was going to let you get out of here without hearing my NBA top picks. My top picks from last week. Let's start on the 18th. Tuesday, Detroit versus Golden State. I chose Golden State at home, and I was right. Next, Wednesday, Orlando versus Philly. Philly at home. I chose Philly, and I was right. Portland versus Miami. I chose Miami, and I was right. And then finally, we had Houston versus Utah. I chose Utah, and I was wrong. Next, Thursday, Indianapolis versus Golden State. I chose Golden State, and I was wrong. Friday, LA Lakers versus the Orlando Magic. I chose the Lakers, and I was right. Next, Brooklyn versus San Antonio. I chose Brooklyn, and I was right. Next, Detroit versus Utah. I chose Utah at home, and I was right. Finally, we have here the Houston Rockets versus Golden State Nuggets. I chose Golden State, and I was right. Saturday, 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 we have OKC versus Cleveland at home. I chose Cleveland, and I was right. Next, we have right here the San Antonio Sacramento Kings versus Milwaukee Bucks. I chose Milwaukee, and I was right. Finally, Indiana versus Phoenix. I chose Phoenix at home, and I was right. Next, Sunday, Lakers versus Miami. Lakers versus Miami, and I was right. I chose Miami. Next, Chicago versus Orlando. I chose Chicago on the road, and I was wrong. Orlando was an upset with the dunk over DeRozan. Next, Detroit versus Denver. 
and I chose Denver at home, and I was right. Finally, we go to Monday last night. Chicago Bulls versus the OKC Thunder. Chicago Bulls had a big lead. Gave it up to OKC. OKC is good at that, but they fell up short. Lost by one point. Chicago won, and I was right. Finally, Utah versus Phoenix in Phoenix in the Valley of the Sun. I chose Phoenix, best team in the league, and I was right. Finishing that with 14-3. and Pick up from last week. Pick up from last week. Now, we're going to go into this week. All right, started right now. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. That is tonight. We got the Pelicans versus Philadelphia. I'm choosing Philadelphia at home. Next, the Lakers versus Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn is missing. No Kyrie at home. KD is out. Only Harden. Harden's been playing worse out of the three. I got the Lakers with AD returning. I got Lakers beating, upsetting Brooklyn in Brooklyn. Now, Dallas versus Golden State in Golden State. I'm choosing Golden State. We're going to choose Golden State at home. Next, Wednesday, 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 Milwaukee versus Cleveland. I'm choosing Cleveland at home. Next, Denver versus Brooklyn. I'm choosing Brooklyn at home, even though they're not going to have all their players. All right, on Thursday, Lakers versus Philly. I got Philly at home, and Bede is just that guy. Next, Minnesota versus Golden State. I'm choosing Golden State at home as well. Friday, Lakers versus Charlotte on a back-to-back. I'm choosing Charlotte just for that reason alone, and they have a better record. Next, Utah versus Memphis. I'm choosing Memphis at home, too. Saturday, Washington versus Memphis. I'm choosing Memphis at home again on a back-to-back night. And next, we got Brooklyn versus Golden State. I was going to go with Golden State, but damn it, I'm going to go with Brooklyn on the road because Kyrie's going to be there, and KD, KD won't be there, but Kyrie will be there, and that'll be enough. Now, Sunday, finally, finishing off the Sunday, I got the Lakers versus Atlanta in Atlanta. Finishing off that trip, finishing off that Grammy trip. I got the Lakers finishing off strong, winning that in Atlanta on the road. Finally, Denver versus Milwaukee in Milwaukee. I got Milwaukee putting it down. Giannis versus Jokic. Who's got it? I say it's Giannis. Milwaukee will win that, and that's our NBA top picks. That is our top picks for the week. Thank y'all for listening to The Time Is Now. We do not own the rights to this music. I love you so. I'm gonna make a song called "I Love You So Much." I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much.
taking over. Me and my daddy taking over. Me and my sister taking over. Me and my brother taking over. Me and my mama taking over. All of my sons we taking over. Me and my God taking over. And I'm so grateful because I. week's soapbox like I said these are things I just think at the top of my head and I um, just share my thoughts with you and it's all about transferring of energy for me um, you heard the term of vibrations and making sure that you maybe change your vibration so that way you can attract the things that you're looking to attract and you wonder why you're receiving the things that you're receiving because of the wave of the energy you're putting out in the universe. So when I think about that and then I learned that, okay, say, so for instance, 
whenever you reach out to someone, whenever you text them or call them or, or show them that you care, don't you some shape, form, or fashion want to receive that same type of energy back? Think about it. Every action deserves an equal reaction, right? So if I'm putting energy into anything it is, into something, but all my efforts are in vain, I'm wasting energy. Any relationship, in any sort of entity that doesn't have some form of reciprocity, there's any sort of thing that you're you're trying to develop or grow or cultivate. If you have a garden and you water it, you fertilize it, you nurture it, but your fruit does not grow, that your plant does not grow, you must abandon it. Same is true with relationships. When I mean when I say relationships, it's not like just your spouse or your significant other. It's anything. Relationships with businesses, relationships with um, friends or individuals. Don't put energy into it. You need to have some form of reciprocity. It's got to be reciprocal. So if you're out there, guys or girls, and you have someone that you are reaching out to, you're always the first one to reach out to. You have friends and you're like, hey, girl, how you doing? Hey, what's up, my boy? How you doing? And you reaching out to them and you only talk to them when you reach out to them. You never hear back from them or you never hear from them if you're not the first partaker, if you're not the first one to speak or, or to reach out. Think about that. How many people in your circle, if that's the case, are you the person in your circle that you're always the one to reach out and touch someone? Remember that old saying? But you're always the one to connect. You, you think about it. And if that is you, when you are having a moment or different times of the day, do you ever feel drained? Do you ever feel without? Do you feel less than? Do you feel like your cup is never full? Do an exercise. Stop reaching out to them and see what happens. In those moments, when you're not reaching out to that person or to those people, see how they respond. And if you have people in your circle that you do not reach out to in over a week and you don't hear back from them, they're not thinking about you. They're not expounding any energy towards you. They're not reciprocating the energy you're giving out. You're putting your energy into an empty vessel or I like to, I like to call them leeches. They're just sucking the energy from you and not giving you anything in return. Do an exercise. Don't reach out to anyone for a week and see who reaches out to you. That is your circle. That's where you concentrate your energy to. And if you want to, every season, every holiday, you want to say, hey, happy to so that's fine. I've even gotten to the point where on the holidays, I was always the one. First thing in the morning, I wake up texting everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, happy New Year, happy New Year at midnight, right? So like, I'm telling you like 50 plus people, right? That's what I did. And you would get some of, most of those back. And now when I stop doing that, I feel like I have more energy. I have this weight off my shoulders. That's what you have to do. You have to cultivate relationships with people who actually appreciate them and reciprocate that energy back. Reciprocity is everything. Wasting of energy is everything. No matter where you're placing that energy into. If you have a business, 
and you're putting all of your energy into it and it's sucking everything out of you. If you can at least see some growth in that business, then you have hope for the future. But if you're in this business one year, two year, three year, and all it's doing is sucking the life out of you, it's time to make a change. And I'm not telling you to be inconsistent and continue to see the flip, flip, flip. You have to plant your flag somewhere. Yes, I get it. But you have to actually pay attention to the signs. You got to actually see where your energy is being used and utilized and is it being cultivated. Reciprocity is everything. Pay attention to it. Embrace it. And I assure you, your cup will run it over. Until next time. You can win as long as you keep your head to the sky. Be optimistic. Well, that's it this week, guys. Thank you all for rocking with me once again. Another great show. Another great show. Good time. We had a good time today. I had my first time with my Twitter sphere buddy, Mike from the OC. He came and rocked it out. Good job, Mike. Really appreciate having you on the show this week. Um, the music choice this week was Love You So Much by DJ Khaled and Chance the Rapper. Really love that song. Nice, clean song. If you have children, you can apply it to that song. It's really, really great. Once again, if you like the show, like the show. And, of course, um, subscribe to the show. Now it's time for our final word. But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions, and since I have been longing for many years to visit you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to see you while passing through to have you assist me on my journey there after I have enjoyed your company for a while. Now, however, I am on my way to Jerusalem and the services of the Lord people there for Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the Lord's people in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the Jews' spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews to share with them the material blessings. So, after I have completed this task and have made sure that they have received this contribution, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessings of the Mashiach. Romans 15. 23 to 29. Remember to spread love, share love, embrace love, for God is love. Until next time, peace.